and we are live. Good evening, Bitcoiners. It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin master, tuning in from the United Kingdom. It is six o'clock, I believe, um, according to my Apple Mac. It says uh, 10 seconds past six. I know some of you said that I started early on the previous show. I don't quite understand how that thing happened, but Apparently I did, but I don't know. I always work uh, by my Apple Mac clock because it tends to be um, in sync with everything else. So I'm a bit confused, but welcome everyone. It is great to have you all with me. Uh, today is the 26th of April 2021. Strong Bitcoin hand. And uh, as we started the show, I think we just crept back over 54k again. So Pretty decent recovery, I think you'd all agree. Um, just quickly checking in the chat. I love to give the people in the chat a shout out. So let's see who we've got. We've got Matthew Underhill from the Bitcoin book. He's in the house. Welcome, Matthew. My lovely wife's in. JC Borter coming in from South Africa. Uh, Morning Vention. Great to have you in the house with us. Uh, Elia Epping's coming in there from South Africa as well. I've got my lovely daughter, Buffy W, in the house from the UK. Uh, Rocky Palumbo coming in from California. Proud Zionist Jew is in the house. Yorkie Bitcoiner. Test Tube. Oh, Tesh Tube, not Test Tube. Welcome to you. Great to have you in the house. Uh, I think at the moment I've given every anyone a everyone a shout out. Zaza's just joined us. Welcome uh, to you, Zaza. Um, People, my apologies firstly. Many of you know that I'm a little bit unwell at the moment and I'm sort of not on top form at the moment. So I have to make an apology. Uh, I always say on my shows, um, if you want to get my attention, type in UK Bitcoin Master and then your message and it will light up orange. Well, some of you did that on the last show and even my wife uh, tried to alert me to it. And I just didn't see it because I was trying to focus on everything as well as trying to deal with the show feeling unwell and I missed it. So my apologies to those of you that um, did type in my name and I didn't um, answer you. Michael Webber's just done it. Michael, welcome to the show. Great to have you in the house. Uh, we've got Barefoot Barry coming in from New Zealand. So Barry, welcome to the show as always. People, don't forget to pound the like button. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, hit the bell button and click all. And hopefully, if YouTube doesn't let us down, you'll be notified every time I go live 30 minutes before the show and then um, as I go live. If you follow me on Twitter at UK Bitcoin Master, I, I also tweet at an hour before the show and then 10 minutes before the show. So do all of that. And even if YouTube doesn't notify you, then you're sure as heck going to know that I'm going live because you're following me on Twitter. Uh, so that is it for that. You should be, if you're new, checking this disclaimer down here. You're not going to get any financial advice here, people. Um, so check the disclaimer. Do your own research. Only buy what you're willing to lose. Only buy once you've done your own research and it seems like a good idea to you. JC Borter said, remember to type the at sign before UK Bitcoiner. No, you don't actually have to, uh, JC. You can actually just type in UK Bitcoiner. I've tested this with uh, Bitcoin Meister and I've also tested it with my backup channel, UK Bitcoiner. And as long as you do it exactly as it reads, you don't actually need the at sign. I think if you put the at sign, 
um, you get the predictive text and then underneath it shows you what you're trying to type and then you can click on it. I think that's the benefit of the at sign. But either way, people, follow me everywhere. Um, follow me on my social media platforms. I'm on Facebook at UK Bitcoin Master. I'm on library.tv as well. I'm on BitChute. I'm everywhere. So follow me everywhere and you won't miss a thing. So there's the disclaimer now gone. Check out my work if you're new to the channel at UK, UKBitcoinMaster.com. That's uh, my YouTube channel with every video to date. Obviously, BitcoinInterviews.com is where you'll just find the interviews that I've done with what I believe actually to be some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space to date. People like Bitcoin Meister, people like um, Ansel Lindner. I've had Vortex. I've had BTC Sessions. Um, I've had Phil Geiger from Unchained Capital. I've had um, recently Brady from Swan Bitcoin. Um, I've had um, Crypto Mags. That's just a name a handful. Um, Didi from the Bitcoin family, you know, the Bitcoin nomad that lives on Bitcoin all around the world. So it is well worth checking out BitcoinInterviews.com if you're new to this channel. And lastly, do check out UK Bitcoin Master podcasts with an S on the end, dot com. If you're busy, if you're on the move and you want to listen to this show in podcast format. Casso, welcome to the show. SciFlyer67 is in the house as well. Welcome to you. Great to have you all in the house. Thanks as always for your support. And finally, if you want to support the channel, there you go. Tipping.me at UK Bitcoin Master. Um, in the notes section right now below this video, there is the link to my tipping.me address as well as a Bitcoin address. But again, I'll stress, I don't expect anybody to support the channel. People have reached out to me and said, look, I want to give you a donation. How do I do it? So for those that want to, there it is in the show notes uh, down below. Uh, and lastly, do follow me at UK Bitcoiner. This channel has been taken down once already and it may go again. And if it does, I'll go live on UK Bitcoiner. So do follow me over there. And I believe that is the pinned tweet uh, at the moment. So a uh, quick check in the chat. Uh, JC bought a UK Bitcoin Master test. Does that mean you're testing it, JC? Not quite sure uh, what you're doing uh, there. So um, anyway, onwards and upwards. Let's get on with the show. Let me head on over to the desktop and let's see what's going on. And as you can see, a lovely green candle recovery. Now, here's the thing. You know, this has been a very decent and a very healthy correction but of course, everyone's freaking out about it. And even if you look at this particular part of the chart, you'll see one, two, there's three and this one, four decent, healthy corrections. Some corrected more than others. It's par for the course, people. You know, and I'll say it again. I said it on the last show. If you can't stomach this volatility, you, you don't get into Bitcoin because on Bitcoin's journey to mainstream, it is going to have its highs. It's going to have its lows. But it's already a trillion dollar market cap. And it doesn't matter what is going out on out there in the mainstream media FUD machine. The fundamentals of Bitcoin have not changed. The correction will happen. It will consolidate. And in my opinion, it will just go again. You know, people are saying that's it. The ball runs over. 
I don't know anything, but I don't believe the ball runs over at all. I believe we've got a lot of the 2021 ball run still to come. So exciting times ahead. Good to see us rebounded back. I think we went down to 47 something at one point. And I guess people were freaking out. The weak hands were selling their Bitcoin and the Michael Saylors of this world were mopping them back up again. Hey, I don't know. But, you know, that's just where I'm at with all of it. So let me just get over now and... And let's get looking at some articles that I found. In fact, hang on a second, people. I just want to move this out of the way because uh, one of my monitors failed me earlier. Hang on. Let's get it over there. There we go. Right. So um, governing body of Louisiana gives Bitcoin its nod of approval. Just a good positive article for those thinking Bitcoin's dead. It's all over. Um, let me have a look and see if I highlighted anything to to read to you guys. I don't know why that's gone in grey. But yeah, Bitcoin has gained increasing levels of adoption over the past several months amidst its rise past 60K. The government of the US state of Louisiana recently released a resolution in which it noted some of BTC's accomplishments. And there they are um, below. Um, it goes on to say to commend Bitcoin for its success in becoming the first decentralized trillion dollar asset and to encourage the state and local governments to consider ways that would help them benefit from the increased use of this new technology. So forget me, in your opinion, does that sound like Bitcoin's going to zero, Bitcoin's crashing? No. You know, if you look at the bigger picture, if you take a macro view of all of this, so many people want to get into Bitcoin today and make millions tomorrow. And when they look at the daily charts, the daily candles, etc., and they see the ups and the downs, they get freaked out. Whereas I love Michael Saylor's point of view, and that is the only candles you should be looking at is maybe the quarterly, annually and yearly and not the daily. And so many people freak out when there's a huge red candle or several red candles. They sell because they're weak hands. They haven't learned about the 210,000 block theory, the four year cycle that Bitcoin goes through. And on May the 23rd, that will be my four year anniversary in Bitcoin. And that's a celebration for me because now I can actually say, or on that date, I can actually say, I have completed a four year cycle and you learn so much in four years. It's absolutely incredible how much I've learned. You know, even now, you know, a lot of the commentators I listen to just lose me with their tech knowledge and, you know, looking at different aspects of, you know, what's going on around Bitcoin, crypto and the world in general. But, you know, for me, I just learned I've learned so much in terms of what my personal belief is here in my heart as to where this thing's going um, in the future. And that's really all that matters. So the sole reason for this channel is not to educate you people because I can't educate you. My job is just to help those that don't quite yet have their strong Bitcoin hand 
to build their Bitcoin hand with maybe a twice weekly dose of inspiration, passion and belief. That is all I'm aiming to do here, people. So for those of you that want the technicals, the TA, the charts and all that stuff, the price predictions, you're going to need to go somewhere else, I'm afraid. And as Rocky Palumbo said, get in there from the UK. Uh, Scully, Hypnos, Hypnos, welcome to the show. My good man, my good lady, whatever. I never can tell with these names. Um, pound the like button. Don't forget to share this out on Twitter. In fact, I would encourage all of you right now, stop the show, pick up the link and go and share this on Twitter. Come back, stick it onto 1.5x. You'll be caught up in half a minute um, and all will be good. Um, what did um, Proud Zionist Jew say to me just now? He's watching on 1.5x or something. Uh, no, it's Lance Hoddle said that, playing catch up on 1.5x. <laughs> Absolutely, Lance. Great to have you in the show as well. As always, uh, I found something else worth shouting about. <laughs> Biden's tax plan shines a spotlight on Bitcoin borrowing services. Um, that's really not what I wanted to pick up um, the headline. But the takeaway was Bitcoin, uh, Biden's proposed tax law has spooked all of the markets, not just crypto. And that's the thing we need to get. You know, <clears throat> when the other markets go down, at the moment, Bitcoin tends to go down as well, you know, but more and more it's becoming or moving towards that safe haven asset where all of a sudden others will crash and Bitcoin won't crash. And I think that is what you need to take away from this. And I love this bit here. It says the mere idea of a hefty bump in the US income and capital gains taxes has already sent investors running. The S&P 500 dropped 0.9% uh, on the news, trailing behind many high growth tech stocks. Tesla, arguably this cycle's biggest winner, dropped nearly 3%. Crypto was no different. Both Bitcoin and Ethereum shed a portion of their Q1 gains. Neither asset nor the broader market has fully recovered yet either. But long-term holders are unfazed by the news. That's a bit that I love. Long-term holders. I'm going to say this, and I mean it, and we had a bit of a, deb a debate on our 21 Million Club Zoom meetup at the weekend, which for those of you that are on, we had a great one, thoroughly enjoyed it. Even though I was under the weather, we made it happen. So for those of you that were on the 21 Million Club, well done. But the debate was, um, <clears throat> when the price of Bitcoin drops, my emotion does not change. Now, some people say your emotion should be, oh, my Lord, I need to stack more. I need to stack more. Yeah, there's always that going on. I'm talking in terms of am I freaking out with worry that Bitcoin is crashing to zero? Absolutely categorically not worried about it because I understand Bitcoin must correct on its upward journey. Otherwise, it's going to go parabolic. It's going to hit oversold or overhyped or whatever you want to call it. And then the thing is going to come crashing down around our ears. I would much prefer to have healthy corrections every so often, six weeks a month, whatever it is, those healthy corrections. And then the bull run go off again and go higher than its previous high, etc., etc. Don't forget, if you want my attention, type in UK Bitcoin Master. I am trying to watch my chat because I am mindful that I didn't on the last show. So apologies for that. I've got quite a bit to get through tonight, actually.
Latest Bitcoin crash shows by the dip mentality, not amongst us plebs now, amongst institutional investors. That's the big deal. The institutions are now getting that they buy the dip. And so did I did I highlight anything that I wanted to read on this one? Um, can't quite remember. Hang on a sec. Yeah. Bitcoin's price is still up 89% this year. Try and get a return in your bank with your savings of 89% in the first quarter. It ain't happening. Seriously. Um, this year, amid speculation that big investors are using the sorry largest cryptocurrency as a hedge against inflation following trillions of dollars of coronavirus-related economic stimulus over the past year by governments and central banks around the world. Institutional investors have a buy-the-dip mentality during these risk-off events, suggesting increasing ease with handling Bitcoin's volatility, wrote whoever this dude is. Uh, quote, we believe the root cause of the sell-off had to do with investor positioning rather than fundamental news. Simply put, traders were over-leveraged and positioned long, resulting in forced liquidations. And I tend to agree with that. And I tend to feel that, you know, that was a natural cycle that weeded out those that had gone and over-leveraged themselves, leveraged themselves, whatever you want to call it. And here we are, we're back again. The bulls will take hold again. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know. I haven't got a crystal ball, but just sort of trying to highlight to those noobs and those without that strong Bitcoin hand yet that you've got to sort of try and understand this where you can so that you sort of even out your emotional roller coaster as Bitcoin goes on its merry way. There's one way to do this really easily, and that is to set up dollar cost averaging, buying so much if you can on automation, particularly if you're in America, swan Bitcoin, and literally buy, get it off onto your Trezor or your hardware device of choice, and then forget and get on with life and, and just agree in your mind, set yourself a goal that if you're younger than me, you'll do that for a decade. Now, there's lots of uh, models around. Rocky Palumbo in the chat has got a great model of, you know, buy and really do everything for four years, get a second job, cut out your cost of coffees and or your Starbucks and your takeaways and put it into Bitcoin. Uh, you know, do everything you can for four years, then hold for another four years and, you know, you'll be in a great place. Superb. Nothing wrong with that at all. For me, if you're younger, just DCA for 10 years and forget it and enjoy life. Go to work, do what you need to do, and um, you'll be in a really, really cracking place. So here we go. In the UK, Bitcoin, question mark. We want Britcoin. They're now talking about putting, uh, you know, uh, developing a, a central bank digital currency that is going to be the digital pound or digital sterling or whatever you want to call it. And the interesting thing is it says something about it should be ready in two years. Did I highlight something here? I thought I did. Maybe I didn't. It was talking about we should be ready with this in two years. And that's great. But how far forward might Bitcoin be in two years? Let's look at something else. A central bank digital currency or a CBDC as it's called. If you're new, um, get your head around these, you know, shortened CBDC and all this sort of thing. Um, 
That's a centralized currency that will give you one for one for your dollar or your pound, basically. And basically, they'll convert what you've got in your bank into a digital uh, pound or dollar. OK, and that is controlled by them. That will be manipulated by them. That will allow them to know everything you're doing, everything you spend, where you spend it, what you're spending it on. And if you think if you think Big Brother is bad right now, that is going to get a whole bunch worth worse by you having a central bank digital currency. The best thing ever, in my opinion, just an opinion, opt out of that and opt into Bitcoin because you can transact with anybody anywhere around the world. And sure, people can see the transaction take place, but they don't know who's transacting with who. OK, so, you know, that gives you the option to keep your privacy to a degree, obviously. Um, so, you know, and also Bitcoin is there's a scarce supply. They, they'll just keep printing these CBDCs just like they print currency right now. It'll debase, it'll inflate, blah, 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 blah. The best thing you can ever do, maybe rambling on and not explaining it right. But like I said, I'm not technical. I don't really understand all that side of it. I'm learning big time. But basically, the best thing you can ever do with a, a finite supply is get off zero and get some Bitcoin and get it off an exchange. Uh, Bram VDB, welcome to the show. Great to have you in the house. As always, just spotted that you joined us. Don't forget, people, I will answer your question or I will give you a shout out if you type in UK Bitcoin Master. Of course I will. Happy to do that while my subs are so low that I can monitor what's going on in the chat. Move across to one of BTC session shows and I could never do it because the chat is going ballistic and it won't stay still. But whilst I'm around the 500 subs mark, of course, I can see everyone in the chat and I can interact uh, with you all. So keep that in mind. That would change, obviously, if the subs uh, went up dramatically. <laughs> Olives are better in a better inflation hedge than Bitcoin, says the black swan author. This Mr. Taleb, 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 I don't know how you how you say it. What is this gentleman talking about? Once a Bitcoin enthusiast, Black Swan author Nassim Nicholas Taleb or Taleb has become a critic, calling it a gimmick and Ponzi now. In an interview with CNBC on Friday, Taleb said the trillion dollar cryptocurrency is also too volatile to be an effective hedge against inflation. Quote, basically, there's no connection between inflation and Bitcoin. None. I mean, you can have hyperinflation and Bitcoin going to zero. There's no link between them. It's a beautiful setup uh, cryptographic system. It's well made, but there's absolutely no reason it should be linked to anything economic. Um, we have a program in the UK, a sitcom, which maybe you guys have heard of around the world. It's called Only Fools and Horses. If you haven't seen it, try and get it because it's iconic here. And it's basically about a um, a, a, a wide boy from London. He's a white Londoner and he's a wheeler and a dealer called Del Boy Trotter. And it's a brilliant, brilliant sitcom series. And it's iconic. And in that, um, he talks about Rodney. That's his brother. You're a right plonker. Rodney, you're a plonker. I think this guy's a plonker. If he did his proper research into Bitcoin, if he looked at the fundamentals of Bitcoin, he would see 
the economic value, but he's choosing not to. He's choosing to be ignorant on that fact. Many people are choosing not to be ignorant on that fact. They are educating themselves, which way to go is all I can say. And they're understanding why Bitcoin has got economic benefit, why it is going to benefit the world um, in years, decades and centuries to come, in my opinion. So if you're new, you just can't listen to people like this. They may have massive influence, massive followers, but you've got to listen to the right people who know their stuff. And there are many of them out there in the Bitcoin community. And I couldn't end this part of the show without, I hate giving the guy credence, but yet again, you've got a UK court. What is the matter with them giving credence to Craig Wright's claim of being the inventor of Bitcoin? I mean, for goodness sake, all they've got to do is look at everything that's gone before and do their research and see clearly that any time anyone has asked him to give proof without a shadow of a doubt, moving some Bitcoin, you know, the, the keys to the Bitcoin that, that are locked up, he can't do it. And yet now they've given him credence to go again and start having another go at people. I think I might have highlighted. Yeah, the UK High Court has allowed Craig Wright's lawyers to pursue legal action against the Bitcoin.org website for copyright infringement. Wright is infamous for claiming uh, to, to be, that should say, Satash, Satoshi Nakamoto, the pseudo-anonymous creator of Bitcoin, without ever providing proof of the claims. Legal action was sparked when the owner of Bitcoin.org, uh, known only as Cobra, denied Wright's demand to remove the white paper from his website. The case will force judges to take a view on whether Wright is the creator of Bitcoin. And there's the tweet from Cobra. You're wrong if you think you can bully me, you creepy loser, blah, blah, blah. The point of me showing this is because it's been proven time and time and time and time again that he's got no factual evidence that says he is the creator of Bitcoin. And he's a total plonker, in my opinion. And sue me, Craig Wright, you're a plonker. You really are. And nobody but nobody should ever listen to this guy. They really shouldn't. End of rant. Sorry. Really unwell, but feeling the need to rant here. OK, very, very quickly. I've got it here to prove it today. The Bitcoin book by Matthew Underhill. It is an incredible read, people. You can read it. You can see the you know diagrams and the print inside it. It really is an incredible read um, to learn about the basics of Bitcoin. Uh, it's a great book to read before you end up going down the rabbit hole with the Bitcoin standard from Saifedina Moose. It says here, the beginner's uh, guide to the future of finance. I know I shill it, but 
It really is. I'm only shilling it because I've read it twice and it's such a brilliant book. It is well worth reading and it's a great book to send, get as a gift to family members, friends and say, look, just take the time and read that and educate them a little bit on Bitcoin. Give it as a gift or something. So do check it out on Amazon. Again, um, Matthew has asked me uh, to mention this. If any of you have got the book and you've read it, um, or you've got it on Kindle or whatever. If you feel it was a good book, would you go back to Amazon and leave Matthew's book a review? Because, of course, these authors, they also rely on building their reviews up as well. So, Matthew, I know you're in the house. Thanks for reaching out about uh, about uh, reaching out to me on email the other day. I really appreciate that one. Uh, but again, a really, really cracking book and well worth a read. OK, I found some great tweets. Now, people, before you start getting bored tweets again. Wait to the end. I've got a really corking tweet, uh, particularly as somebody in the space that we've all had a right pop at. I've got a great tweet at the end, so stick around. Okay. <clears throat> Essence of Satoshi. Bitcoin is a limited supply, peer-to-peer, decentralized digital currency. No central bank or government can inflate or steal your currency. Worldwide governments cannot corrupt the supply. They cannot corrupt the system. In other words, Bitcoin is freedom. And I truly believe that in my heart. Uh, I, I sometimes get a bit evangelical about it, but I don't care. I really feel that Bitcoin equals freedom. Uh, Rocky Palumbo, such a great 21 million club meetup on Saturday. So great to see and talk with everyone. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, Rocky, it was. I love the debates. I love the banter. But I'll tell you what I love more than anything. I love not calling you guys in, in the chat, my friends, where basically you are my friends on YouTube. But getting to know people in person is a really great thing to me, you know, and chatting to individuals offline, I think is a really great way to build proper uh, Bitcoin friends, as well as talking Bitcoin as well. So Rocky, I'm with you. It was brilliant. I'm sorry I couldn't go longer, but I was struggling towards the end of it. I really wasn't feeling well at all. Um, but we did go nearly two hours. I think that was a that was enough. That's pretty decent anyway. Okay, so more tweets. Um, Michael Saylor, and I highlighted this one. The Think about this. I love this. His quotes are awesome. The final chapter of the mobile wave is global economic empowerment via mobile mobile assets. These stats imply 10 million new Bitcoin holders per month and more than 250 million by year end. Within five years, Bitcoin should reach a billion people, a seventh of the world due to this mobile wave. When I'm talking to people about Bitcoin right now, I tell them how easy it is to jump on your on your iPhone or your Android and download, um, if you need to, Coinbase, as it's highlighted here, just to get going, um, or Gemini, or they, they've, all, they've all got apps. It's so easy to get on there. And unfortunately, you're not going to get around the KYC or know your customer. You're going to have to do that um, unless you find a decentralized, a decentralized one. Um, and sorry, not. A de yeah, I'm getting confused. Forgive me. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I've, I've lost the, I've lost the train of thought. But, you know, there are 
Bisque and all the others. I can't think what they're called now. Somebody put it in the chat. Um, but the point is, it's so easy for somebody to jump on a phone in seconds, get an app. Uh, in minutes, actually do the KYC and minutes after that, get themselves $10, $50 worth of Bitcoin and they're up and running. And for that amount, it could just sit there, you know, and then you can educate people. So I get where Michael Saylor is coming from um, with this particular tweet uh, and I'm with him all the way. Uh, I love this one um, by Grubles. Not the so beautiful bit, but this bit. How do I tell my wife our life savings are gone? I threw all in almost 90% of our joint savings account into Doge at 40 cents, expecting it to hit $1. I didn't realize that it was at a $50 billion market cap when it was just 0.4 of a dollar. I was just following the hype and what I was seeing on TikTok. I'm sick to my stomach right now. I get it. He will be. And you know what? It drives me insane that some of these these people like Elon Musk and the like, you know, they tweet about Doge and I know it's personal responsibility. But when somebody's new and they just hear about this and they jump on YouTube or they jump on Twitter just to see if they can find out a little bit about it, if they haven't found anyone to educate them right now, all of a sudden they don't understand about the personal responsibility. They Somebody says, why did you get into Doge? And they say, because Elon Musk was tweeting about it. It's not their fault, people. You've got to get this. And I feel so sick to the pit of my stomach for this poor individual that jumped in on something he was listening to or watching on TikTok. So Bitcoin Meister, Adam Meister, way to go doing your TikTok videos. I can't go over there. There's just too much going on for me right now with everything I am doing, running another business, you know, trying to deal with an ill, ill health issue and do my Bitcoin show. I can't go there. But, you know, the trouble is noobs are finding crypto and then they're going to go through some of this before ultimately they come to Bitcoin. And it's sad. And I feel sorry for them. Um, fools and their money will. Yeah, Vention, maybe I'm a little bit softer than you. Um, fools, sometimes it's not fools. I've said people jump in, you know, they listen to the tweets. Maybe they should take a step back do a bit of right, correct research before investing in that way. I guess we could call him a fool. Um, I don't know. I take it a little bit more uh, sort of lighthearted or a bit more gentle than some of my American counterparts. Uh, one, two, three, no scope. Peer-to-peer -peer exchanges. Thank you. One, two, three, no scope. Hey, I love you, man. I've been listening to you and watching you, um, not listening to you, but watching you um, put um, in partake in the chat on Bitcoin Meister Show. I know you're a young man and you've got into Bitcoin and you're stacking sats like the clappers and I take my hat off to you. And if there's one thing I would say to you, one, two, three, no scope is I wish I know knew what I know now about Bitcoin when I was in my early 20s. The challenge is the timing's got to be right in life for anything. And maybe in my early 20s, I wouldn't have caught the vision like you have. So, you know, way to go, man. Absolutely superb. You are going to be one of the Bitcoin elite in the future. One, two, three, no scope. So superb. Absolutely superb. OK, what else have we got on the docket? Well, I, I get irritated every time I see an image or a video of this flipping woman from the um, 
from the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, Christine Lagarde. She just irritates me and I don't know why. I probably do know why, but I know why, but I don't know how to convey it to you. She's always talking rubbish about Bitcoin and funny business and bloody, bloody, blah. So uh, I love it. These clueless criminals are playing God with your life. Yep. They will continue to do anything to push you into debt so that you will own nothing and they will be happy. Escape their control with Bitcoin. Bang on. Absolutely bang on. You do not want to listen to what these people are saying. They are manipulating for their own reasons. They're funding all these nations with this money that they know they're not going to be able to pay back. Ultimately, this is a uh, the, the, the IMF. They're just a, a, a small um, pawn in a massive global chess game to control the world's money, to control the world's nations so that 95% of people upwards globally get into debt and end up with nothing and die broke. And if you don't want to be part of that statistic, you want to get out of that and opt into Bitcoin because you are buying a tiny amount of a finite supply that cannot be manipulated in the rest of history. It just can't be. So therefore, your bit of value cannot be debased. It won't go down over time like your pound or your dollar will. Your bit of Bitcoin, whatever you've got, will go up and up and up and up over time forever. So you can leave the most incredible legacy by starting right now and dollar cost averaging whatever you can afford to do. That has to be your decision, not mine. No financial advice going on here. What else? William Clemente, three. Over time, more and more Bitcoin supply gets locked up. Look at the blue area, people. What he, she or they are saying, blue shows the amount of illiquid, not liquid, illiquid supply growing continuously, especially throughout last year. More and more people, as well as institutions, are locking up their Bitcoin for the long term, knowing that if they can deal with the volatility and you can see the Bitcoin volatility, that black line going through the blue lockup period, you can see the highs, the lows, the corrections, the growths. You've got to take this is one thing you've got to learn about that that's completely natural, you know, and if Bitcoin correct from 60 to 50K, you know, it drops a certain percentage. But if Bitcoin is not 50K, but 500K and it drops the same percentage, all of a sudden it's now going to drop a massive amount, but it's still only 10, 20 percent or whatever it is. It's still a natural, healthy correction on Bitcoin's long term journey. And these are the points that I want to drum home for those people that you know, like me, had to build a strong hand, want some kind of direction in things they need to be thinking about to build that strong hand. These are the important things to get your head around, not understanding charts and learning technical analysis. Now to the big tweet. It's a simple tweet, but such an awesome one, given who it is. Peter Schiff's son, Spencer. 
because of its superior monetary attributes, Bitcoin will crush gold, oh my lord, over the coming years. Proponents of the metal must accept this inevitability. In other words, dad, aka Peter Schiff, you're gonna have to accept this, dad, whether you like it or not, Bitcoin is gonna crush gold. My lord, how does Peter Schiff feel knowing that he simply cannot stop his own flesh and blood tweeting that he is wrong and Bitcoin is the future? I saw this lastminute.com look yesterday at 5.45 p.m. Because I'm feeling unwell at the moment, I'm preparing the bulk of the show notes 24 hours before, and I got them all ready. And then I saw this and thought, I've got to add this into the mix because that's an absolute classic. I think each and every one of you will agree that needs a great big thumbs up and go and find it. In fact, I'll put, it'll be in the show notes afterwards when I update the note, update the notes. Click on the link and then retweet it, people, because that will really, really irritate me to Mr. Schiff if we just get the word spread and we keep uh, retweeting out there. Um, Rocky Palumbo, once just for you, Rocky, get in there. I'm a crazy Brit. Okay, so quick quote to end the show. You know me in quotes. I love this one. Look at that road. But in actual fact, it looks like he's pulling a sheet along. Sometimes the best road is the one you make. And that's what I love about Bitcoin. We are making the road. We are building our very unfuture. We are not leaving our future in the hands of corrupt banks and governments and politicians, we are carving our own path. We are visionaries. We are pioneers. Pioneers tread the road that others have not trodden yet. And therefore, being a pioneer has its ups, it has its downs, it has its highs, it has its lows, it has its laughter, its tears. You've got to take all that into the mix when you're a pioneer. And if you are in Bitcoin right now, or you are just getting into Bitcoin, you are a Bitcoin future pioneer. So people, that is your UK Bitcoin Master live show for today, the 26th of April, 2021. I hope you got something from it if you're new or if you're watching this in the future. If you're on the podcast, please share this where you're listening to it. If you're on YouTube after 24 hours, click on the squares that, whoops, come up here or somewhere here after 24 hours. Please do me a favor and tweet this show out. Follow me on some of the other platforms I'm on, which will come up in a minute. That is it. I will be back on Thursday at 6 p.m. or 1800 hours London time for my UK Bitcoin Master live show. Uh, that is it for me, people. Uh, tweet this out, please. Um, I don't think there's anything I've got to share. You know, Subscribe to the backup channel, UK Bitcoiner. You won't be notified about anything. It is dormant. But if this goes down, I'll go instantly live over there and we've got continuity. That is it. I've said enough, people. Enjoy the rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off for now. I will be back on Thursday. I'll catch you all then. Have a great day.